Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jared Freed coming to you live from the quarantine cabin on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. We are here Monday through Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's how this whole thing works. You tell a friend and a co-worker. Summertime is when podcasts really find a new level. That is how it goes. Summertime. You might be thinking, well, everyone's so busy with their summer trips and whatever it might be. Yeah, a lot more dead time. A lot more Sundays wondering what you're doing with your life. People want to put someone else's voice in their head. So this is the best time of year to get involved with some new podcasts. So share the word of J-Train. Give the gift of J-Train this summer season. I'm very excited about today's guest. Uh, He is officially an OKP, original key player, He's been on. This is not. He's been on a couple times, and I'm so happy to have him back. Everybody, welcome Godfrey. Godfrey, thank you for coming on. Yo, awesome. What's going on, man? Quarantine. How, the <laughs> how are you? I, 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 you're someone I think of in the world. And for anyone that doesn't know, Godfrey's so fantastically funny. You all need to go follow him at comedian Godfrey on Instagram. Um, you are someone. Just from knowing you at the cellar, you love to be on stage. Yes, I do. I that- do. Because, cause, cause, you know, what we do is, uh, what I, you know, comedy is something that has to be done a lot to get good at. This Absolutely. And simple. And I think you've known that. I think you know sure. that. Sure. You know, even starting at the cellar about four or five years ago for you. Sure. Yep. You've noticed the difference, right? Absolutely. And, and, and it's, it's all, you know, reps matter. And also I always call stand up the most physical art form. You have to leave the house. You need people to come. You have to, it, it puts attrition on your body. It's energy expending, very energy expending. It's very present. Um, it's not a, you know, the only, you know, you can theorize usually people who talk about comedy, you ever see those people who talk about their jokes so much? But but it's not. It's like they theorize it so much. I go, oh, this person's probably not that good because they're 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 philosophizing about comedy. It's not interesting. You gotta you have to put action into it. You know what I'm talking about? The comics yeah. that are not that good. They go, you know what I did? I should have done with that. I go, David Tell doesn't do that shit. Um, yeah. They just they, we just do. You know, Chappelle don't do that shit. Sure. Um, Bird doesn't do that shit. We just go up. You just go up and do it, and then you go, oh. That joke didn't da, 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 after you've done it. But yeah. there's the comedians that are that don't really do it well. They philosophize. You know, that was good. But then, you know, I should have pulled back. Shut up. You know, it's- well, especially during a quarantine where you're forced into a position of no stage time. You feel that a little bit like I have those moments in my head where I'm like, uh, that's the bit. And then like the thought just like goes away. And I'm like, yeah. fuck, I, I didn't even have the area <laughs> to do it. I have a legal pad, man. I literally went old school. Sometimes yeah. I put stuff in my. Sometimes I put stuff in my phone. You know what I mean? But I went. I went old school a little bit just to, just to be like on some like, you know, on some journalistic sure. shit. From like quarantine. Let me look at my pad. Yeah. You know what I, mean? so I got the. I got the the ledger thing. You know, I and, I, and, and when I have a good idea, especially the quarantine stuff, if it's really cool, I just go. Oh, let me just jot that down so I don't fucking forget. 
wake up in the middle of the night. Oh, oh shit. Real sure. Quick. You know, just to have little ideas, because I know when we get when we get on stage, everyone's going to be like, quarantine, huh? I know. You got to find Every- a way to work your way into it without sounding like everyone else. And everyone is going to sound like everyone in the first five minutes. We're all going to do it. We're all going to go, yeah, huh? <laughs> so weird times, right? Like, what are you? Crazy shit out there. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, it, you know what's funny about that is that you kind of have that little, you know, when you, like, if you're calling someone on the phone and then they go, how are you? You kind of don't even know. You 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 do the ah yeah. It kind of feels like you're on stage. You know, like I don't know what to fucking say. <laughs> right, right. It's gonna be yeah. I I go. I I was looking at some approaches. What's the first thing am I gonna say? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, where, like uh, are we wearing our masks today? Have we been? Yeah. Set up? It's I'm, it. It's gonna make my acid. So every I'm gonna be so hacky to where I'm gonna make fun of the opening that everyone's gonna do. <laughs> That's the old. That'll be the bit making fun of the people doing the bit. Yeah. So I'm like inside, right? <laughs> so I, 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 are you? Are you, you're ready to go on stage? I would assume, right? Yeah. Like you're just you're like. Ready. Here's the thing, too, man. I've been on doing lives every single night for about. Three, between three to six hours every single night. Well, hold on. To let the people at home know, Comedian Godfrey, you got to go follow him on Instagram, at Comedian Godfrey. You go live, I'll be like, I'll wake up at like 5.30 in the morning and I'll be like, I'll just like look at my phone and be like, Godfrey's live right now? Who are you talking to at 5.30 in the morning? Oh, man, I'm talking to different people. Sometimes it's Shang the comedian Shang from LA sure. because it, usually it's guys from the West coast because they're three hours behind us. Yeah. So they're kind of still in their late night groove. I'm, I'm usually closing up around that time, but I start around 12 or one and I just, and it was a habit because when I was on the road, like two years ago, I was doing lives before that I was doing yeah. lives and, um, I had, you're, um, you're, I would sorry, do a live. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, I would do lives before I went on stage when I'm on the road because, you know, it's boring as fuck on the road. Mm -hmm. So I would do lives before I went on stage. Then when I got back to the hotel room, I would turn my live on for another three hours and just and and so I did it at the cell. I would always go on go on live late, but I didn't go as long as I do now. So I said when the COVID the quarantine started, I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to go live every fucking night. I'm just doing it. I'm just doing it. And I have a lot of stamina from doing it from the road. And I was at what I would be doing it when I had 20 people listening, 20 people on my little number thing would be 20. Yeah. Now I'm up to, I go up to 500 people now at one time. Oh, and my, shit. And my cumulative, you know how when you get off, it's there's a cumulative number? Mm-hmm. My numbers range from 5,000 to 20,000 sometimes. 14, what do you? So what are you doing? Like, what are you? Are you talking about the day's events? I mean, man, I we talk about man. It's like a we, because I don't know. I'm a good talker, so we'll 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 get into like, yo, did you see this video? And I share we share videos back and forth, which is dope. We'll get into music, music. We'll get into whatever. Yesterday we were talking about you know, just um just the different stuff that was going on, especially the racial um rants mm-hmm. that. 
you know, one girl was talking about kill all the black people. So we were talking about her. And then 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 we still showed an, oh, this Asian guy knocking out this racist white dude. He was like literally bullying this Asian dude. This Asian dude whooped his ass, dude. Like, really? He whooped him, knocked him the fuck out, like knocked him out and then picked him up because he was sorry. The guy was very he had a humanity in him because the guy came wow. to him. He said, get the fuck out of our neighborhood. And the Asian guy's like, what are you doing? Like, he's backing up. Like, leave me alone. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the Asian guy was kind of trained. And he whooped that dude's ass, man. Like, I what? said, oh, shit. And then when he knocked him out, he knocked him out like, you know, when someone collapses. Like, when you get the knockout punch on the street, bang, knocks him out, but lifts him up and calls for help. after. But that, that's a real fighter. Real fighters do that shit where they're like, don't, no, they, they, it's like someone who knows how to handle a weapon. They, they, they care for it yeah. like that much more. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. so we, we, we talked about that and then, and then we just go into tangents. We just talk about all kinds of different shit, you know? And I also use the, um, I use the people I have a, I call it Godfrey and the night owls, almost like an old rock and roll group. And sure. then I have a whole crew of night owls. They go, yo, the night owls are here. And I've established this. I have fans that are like my regulars. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I've had people from the industry peep in and out of my shit because everybody's at a standstill right now. People are yeah. people are waking up because their sleep patterns are fucked up, you know? And a Absolute. lot of people. That well, that's why I'm waking up at four in the exactly. morning and that's going, right. Godfrey's live. And I'm <laughs> fucking twiddling my thumbs in dreamland. Yeah. And that's why a lot of people, too. Um, all the nine of fivers, the people who are used to going to bed early, they're fucked up. So they'll yeah. they'll start come. They start their their pattern is starting to follow my pattern. They're like, fuck, I don't have anything else to do. I have anxiety, but your shit gets me through my anxiety. Like so, and I've had like you know people with big numbers come on my shit. I've interviewed celebrity type motherfuckers, different mm -hmm. people, and so my numbers have been just jumping, and then people are noticing my shit. So. Well, you know I, I mean? think so. the important part about that is, I, especially for us, you know, with stand up, you get so like, I got to go up every night. I got to get up at this night. Yeah. And, to, and but this is kind of the, you know, the glass half full mentality is like it forces oh, yeah. you into a different creative place. Exactly. How am I going to do my thing yeah. while not being able to do my thing? Yeah. I like we did it's these happy hours and it, it's just like I remember we did the first happy hour and I was like. Okay, I get it now. Here's how I'll fill it up. And yeah. It's the same thing with the lives. I'm sure you did it once, and you're like, oh, and, and it starts spurring different ideas. Well, well, yeah, because when I did the, I well, I about three, three and a half years ago, four years ago, I woke. I just got. I just something kicked me in the ass and said, what? I mean, I I was I was fucking with social media, but not. Mm -hmm. I wasn't really doing it. Doing it. I was. Oh, let me just say, as long as I have my foot in there, people know I'm around. I got my little accounts, blah, blah, blah. But I wasn't really fucking putting my full. There was sort of a rebellious old school mentality there bothering me. Like, man, I ain't doing that shit. Like, fuck yeah, that. Yeah, I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm still going to get me a TV show. And I, one day I just like said, what the fuck are you doing? Because the way social media was just, it was a train. It was just a train that you couldn't stop. It's like, you're either going to get it, on, you're uh, either going to get you? on, or you're going to get run over. So I and, said, and, man. Fuck and this. think about where you would be right now without it. Like I have so much opportunity 
Word. via the things I was doing before Word. that I could Word. dig into now. I, I, and I think like if you look at especially like like like, like the, the one specific example is TikTok. TikTok, people look at that and they go, it's all young kids dancing. And you go, well, I haven't gotten there yet. I might do something a little different. I got to find my way to be funny there. Right. You know, right. in, in that world. Like, and, and I watch some of the TikToks. I'm like, this is fucking funny. And I watch other ones and I go, this is fucking weird and sucks. But it doesn't right. mean, it's it's never the venue. <laughs> you know, it's how you yeah. use the venue. It's how you, and plus, my thing, the beautiful thing about it is just use what is comfortable for you. Some people are Facebook people. Cool. Some people yeah. are, are, are are Instagram people. Some people are, are Twitter. I know people who are just Twitter motherfuckers. Some yeah. people are all of them. Some people are too, you know, Twitter and Facebook. Some people are Facebook and, and Instagram. My thing is this. What I've learned, and I've learned through straight up, like, it's still the same. It's the same habit of going on stage every fucking night. Mm-hmm. Social media, it ain't no miracle. You have to put work in that motherfucker. You got to be physical. You got to be. That's the one thing I give credit to these YouTubers. And there's YouTube. There's YouTubers. Yeah. Instagrammers, those motherfuckers are tenacious, man. Yeah, editing Damn. every day, putting out videos and every day. day, every other, every couple days, every they got it. at least because what I learned, and I'm giving a shout out to my friend um, Rennie. He's a Instagram star. I got with him because he happened to kind of look like me. He's like, okay. oh, there's a guy that looks like you. He could be your little brother. And I watched his videos. I saw oh, that dude's funny, man. Like he's like goofy and then I, I called him up and he, I go hey man he goes god for yo big fan blah, blah. I said we need to link up everybody say we look related so I started doing videos with this guy my numbers start jumping my numbers start sure. climbing then he hooks me up with King Batch who has 19 million followers yep yep so yep King Batch he goes he hooks me up with King Batch I start doing shit with King Batch I start doing shit with that whole crew of 25 wow. to 20 to 30 year old dudes but and my thing is i look like i look damn near their age but either way my comedic skills were there so my my shit just jumped up and so i started to actually get it i was like and once you see once you see where the work is and you see how it's done you go oh fuck yeah i'm gonna start doing my videos there's specifically a life lesson in this before we get to the emails because we're gonna do them right now but what you're saying the life lesson in this for anyone listening at home how am I going to be useful in this world? Like you saw, you're like, I look like I'm related to this guy. Wow. I can help him help me. I can help him by being a character in these sketches that he's already being funny with. And now you see how funny I am. And I, you know, this is how it all works in yeah. every industry. Yeah. Like, no one's doing anybody any favors. They, this guy likes you. But then yeah. you're like, hey, I look like we're related bring me in now you're fucking hilarious and he's like there it is yeah yeah and it proved because one of my first videos made five million views mm. you know and it was all me improving and i'd set it up boom 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 and it five million. and then when i was traveling everyone was like man i saw that video it was better than doing fallon dude or any of that shit it was like dude. yo i saw you on this i saw you. <laughs> and then during the quarantine three or four of my videos have gone viral I had one that went that I did two years ago because of all the racial tension. And sure. so you know me, I'm I'm, mm-hmm. I'm race heavy. I'm you know I talk about social social things between I'm race heavy and that shit they've been circulating, recirculating my shit from two years ago, and mm-hmm. my shit went viral. 
I, I was I, when the when the quarantine hit, I was at three it, uh, for my Instagram. I was at three hundred and about sixty or seventy thousand followers. I am at four hundred and forty three thousand. Well, one of the videos that you that went viral was uh, you talking about black women. Yes, that, that is that the one from a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah, that's from like two years ago. I just said black women get most disrespected. Just saying facts, sure. and, I, and I didn't know how where it was going to go. I'm just being what I was You're, being. But you, you're doing you. You're giving your perspective. Period. You're doing Period. what you would. You're not going, uh, you know. And I, I, you know, during what was going, all the things that are going on, people, you know, they message me. What do you think? I'm like, what the fuck do I think? I'm, I, I think my friends are fucking hurting right now, and I feel horrible. I don't know what, you know. I and so I was sharing like a lot of our friends, uh, our comic friends, being like, they're hilarious, and they're gonna give you perspective. And I think that's like the best, you know, like what, what, yeah. what better way to learn pers- from yeah. than from listen, the, you know, the listen, my thing is this, I don't care who you support. I don't care whatever. My, we all have a right freedom of speech. I have a freedom of speech. You have a freedom of speech. If I don't agree with a motherfucker, I don't agree with him. If you don't agree with me. You don't agree with me. Whatever. Our, as, as comedians, there's that balance. Like even Chappelle just came out with that eight, four, six thing. He came out sure. with something. I mean, we're, this is what we do, man. I mean, I can say I love black women, blah, blah, and all this other stuff. If I'm on stage, how do I convey this and make it funny at a certain sure. point? Because then how I'm do, just, how, well, Go ahead. That, that's why I was sharing you know, so many friends of ours and in our world because I'm like, listen, th- some of this is tough for people to eat. Of course. You know, so it's like who better than a comedian to yeah. feed it to you? But, and here's another thing. When I said black women are most disrespected, the, the funny thing is if I say black women are the best, what if I'm talking about my mother? Sure. What if, what if I'm talking about my mom? No, fuck the, I'm not, fuck the broads that are on, excuse me for saying broads, but fuck the girls that are on Instagram in bikinis. See, everybody thinks we're thinking about the ones we're dating. What about my mother and my grandmother and my sister? What if I'm just talking about them? What if yeah. I'm talking about those... Like you would say, my Jewish your mother's Jewish, yeah, yeah. You say my Jewish mother, my Jewish mother, whether from Russia, whatever, greatest women on the planet. You have every fucking right to say that. For sure, absolutely. You come from that, that's who raised you. That. What if you're talking about that? And I'm and I'm concluding all kinds of black women, but it doesn't take anything. And I hope all your people who listen to this. I it doesn't take anything from other women because, dude. I've been with everything. <laughs> Jerry, you well, know, this, we know this is, as New York dudes like now that we, it don't matter. Come on. Well, but this is, it, it's interesting what you're saying because you're giving a perspective. I keep using the word perspective because yes. it, it like no one can, you know, this is your story. No one can <laughs> disagree with your story. Like, right. and, and, and that's why when it becomes like, you know, I, I, I think like, you know, I'm supporting Black Lives Matter. I'm like, I, you know, I'm putting hashtag Black Lives Matter. I'm supporting the cause. But like when I say it, 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 I don't know how that means to someone else. Like if it's hurting or helping them understand. Like, this, Gerald, what if, first of all, the Black Lives Matter thing is a little convoluted because there's different sides on there. My thing is, how about even if you don't yell, fuck, it's not all about, it's what are you doing as a person? Sure. All this stuff, listen, a lot of people are doing this shit because they want attention. They do, Everybody's, you know, there's going to be those people. There's all different sure, kinds sure. of people just using this. It's all political shit. 
you as a person, you, I don't give a fuck what you, Black Lives Matter, whatever. What are you doing in your everyday life to, yeah. to not be that person, to be the best person you can? Fuck this protest. What if, what if when this is over, how is Jared going to act when he sees if, if there's a black person being mistreated? Is Jared going to go, yo, man, that's not that's not cool, man. Like, mm -hmm. how are you going to be in the long run? This is all temporary right now. I, I'm, I, is, I, I hear you. Day -day? What yeah. is your day to day? You know what I mean? So this if is, I talk about black women are all the best. But if I if I I still praise white women, I still praise Asian women. I still praise I still have close friends and women that I respect that are different races. It's just my my pride in my people is normal because that's what I am, dude. Yeah. Your pride in your folks is as long as you're not showing hatred to other folks and you're showing love, there's a there's a fine line between that, you know? The, and, and the interesting part about the internet is that you lose tone sometimes yeah, and, and a lot yeah. of people operate on the internet. Uh, if you yeah. say I love chocolate that means fuck vanilla. And that's not the truth. That's not the truth at all. And, 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 and that's how people internalize. And it's like you're dealing with their own issues. But yes. I listen, this is why I want everyone to go listen to your podcast because yes. you have a great podcast where you're talking about these things and people, again, this isn't a short-term process. This is Whoa. opening up your worldview. Right. This is a long yeah. game. So yeah. go in Godfrey We Trust that comes out yeah. Tuesdays and Fridays, just like this podcast, in Godfrey We Trust. 9.30. At 9.30, Tuesdays and Fridays, at Comedian Godfrey on Instagram. Go follow. Are you ready to do some emails? Hey, let's go for it. I love it. I'm so happy you're back. Uh, we're going to answer the emails. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com here comes the x i'm currently in a healthy happy relationship of almost one year and i'm head over heels in love i previously dated a guy all through college solid no breakups but until about a year after so for about five years total so she dated someone previously in college and then after for five right. years following the breakup we would continue to hook up whenever we saw each other but he was definitely keeping his options open. He was and still is the definition of a quote-unquote fuckboy who wants to have his cake and eat it too. I yeah. found out later he'd been dating multiple girls while telling me he wasn't sure if I was quote-unquote the one, but that he really did love me. Fast forward to this past weekend, and he is officially engaged to the girl he started dating after me. After only one and a half years of dating, might I add. Plot twist, we are in a wedding together in January of next year. My question is, how do I approach the situation? Do I kill him with kindness or do I totally ignore him and go about my business as the usual day of the wedding? What is the right move here? His fiance went to college with us, so I do know her personally, but they don't know my current boyfriend. Do I make the introduction? Would love to hear your thoughts. So to kind of you know bring this on, an ex-boyfriend gets in, uh, engaged a year and a half after they break up. Uh, to the next girl he dated, they're going to see each other at a wedding. How would you approach seeing an ex at a wedding? I think that it should be approached with maturity, man. Yeah. A year and a half. That's the, yeah, that's all right. A year and a half. Yeah. That's, that's, I, I can understand if it's the next month, then yeah, then he was up to something. A year sure. and a half is good. It's good recovery time, you know? It's um, And it's like, yeah, a year and a half is like, yeah, I'm on to new, something new. 
And it, I mean, and, and who's to say when someone's supposed to get married? Who are you to tell someone when they're supposed to get married or get over you? you know I'm I mean? with you too. Um, I, I, I mean, the way she wrote it, I, I, I love her for emailing in, but after one and a half years of dating, might I add? And it's like, easy. Like, what was he supposed to do? Like, I, I think, like, have you ever related the next girl to the one that came before her? Like, how do, because I think that's what she's doing in this email, and I don't think it's like that for a lot of guys. Yeah, some, some it depends on the individual. Some guys will be like compare a girl to another girl. Like, well, a lot of times it's when they trying to. That's when they're being evil. Like, oh, my last girlfriend, she she did this, but you don't do you know real stupid shit. Which is not yeah. fair to carry over things and compare people because everybody wants to be a different version of something. Everybody wants to feel like an individual. Especially nobody wants to be categorized as one they go all oh, you women are alike no you can't you know that doesn't yeah you're not helping that person be individualistic in in the way they're handling the um because everybody comes with some kind of baggage usually you know what i mean and and you hope to when you get into something new hopefully i yeah. think that you're like i just want i want hope this hope i hope this is different i hope it's good yeah, well, but it's different that's you the know? that's the biggest point is that if he did get engaged a year and a half later, some level of introspection was done. Like, I right. think like what you're saying is exactly true where you're like, no, I just want this to be a better thing than the for yeah. me. It wasn't yeah. about you being the problem or this guy. You don't know in a year and a half. He might have walked away, been like, fuck, I, I, I don't like doing the whole you know, the whole shell game of women. I don't like lying anymore. I'm yeah. over it. And then he yeah. meets someone and he, he's all of a sudden just like, you know, just sitting at home on a rocking chair. Like that could happen. It can happen every man. There's that's one thing about this life, man. There's no way you can predict what the fuck's going to go on, man. You could you yeah. either click with somebody. You don't, you click with somebody for 10 years and all of a sudden it sucks. I don't work. For, I, I can't do it. I was in a relationship for, t uh, for 10 years. And now we're just friends. It's like we're just different. We're not. It just mm. we're just different. When you date other people, do you ever tell her about the? I don't. I don't put her in my business, and I don't. I yeah. don't want her. I don't want to know about her business unless it's something serious and fucked up. Then you mm. can talk to me because we're actually like this now, friends wise. Yeah. Like very so, close. So you see, you see her at a wedding. You know, like you see your ex at a wedding. What are you? Are you going to go up to them? No, at a wedding, you know, I mean, if I'm at a wedding, listen, more than likely you got to socialize. Yeah. See, don't don't show up then. Don't go if you're feeling if you, that bad. But if, if you, you can't handle up, it, if you're going, this is like maturity. It actually helps, man. You'd be surprised. I mean, it's listen, I get it. It's all ego shit. But if you really just go, you know what? Hey, what's going on? How you doing? It's not it, a year and a half has gone by. They don't owe you shit. Yeah. I, I, I'm with you. Anything. When you go to the wedding, yeah. you go as soon as possible because the longer you wait, the yeah. harder it will be. What you do is you go up there and meet and hug. Hey, man, nice, great to see you. I heard you're engaged. This is my new boyfriend. I, oh, good. Uh, what's your? Oh, I know your boy. Oh, I know you guys both from college. Oh, good for you guys. I think you got to be happy. Yeah, you're and throwing rice at them. You're happy for them. And everybody is, you know, the term booed up. I got my boo. You got yeah. your boo. You both are booed up. You're good. It's not like you came by yourself and they're just no. You're booed up. Yeah. You're booed up. You're good. Listen, this is part of your past, so you probably have feelings like, damn, oh shit, and blah, blah. yeah. But this is how you work through that bullshit. You work through it. 
But you are who you are because of your past. You spent five years with this guy. Yes. You are the person you are because of him. Own that. Don't be ashamed of that shit. Right, right. And 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 don't and don't and when you guys when maybe get on the dance floor, don't try to outdance each other. Don't try to <laughs> out like you're gonna you know hump her from the back and then you know he's feeling trying to eat you know out love each other. Don't, don't how, do that how, how would Jason <laughs> How would Jason Statham say hello to his ex girlfriend at the wedding? You look nice today. <laughs> I saw you across the room and I had to say something. Congratulations. I see Statham would handle it great. Yeah, he was like I, this. I, but tell your boyfriend if he lays a fucking hand on you, I'll break <laughs> his fucking hands. Everyone needs to go find that YouTube video. Is it's on YouTube, right? Of you telling me doing Jason Statham in front of Jason Statham on a on a, on the Andy uh, Opie and Jim show. You got to go check it out. We are sponsored, people. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Native Deodorant. Native Deodorant is an all-natural deodorant that is safe and effective. No aluminum, parabens, or talc. It is made with ingredients you've heard of like coconut oil, shea butter. They just launched plastic-free packaging. Their Plastic Free by 23 initiative aims to provide sustainable packaging for all their products by 2023. Now Native Packaging is 100% paperboard and shipped in a plastic-free bag made from paper and i have a new product announcement native has four seasonal scents that will take you on a great american road trip for a limited time only uh, limited time only transport yourself with four scents coastal oak and amber inspired by the california coast sweet peach and nectar inspired by the south cactus flower and poppy inspired by the southwest apple and honeysuckle inspired by the northeast and back by popular demand, rosé deodorant, soap, and body wash. Look at that. People, what a line they've got for you. This is amazing. You can smell any way you'd like. I'm going to be the sweet peach and nectar because I'm a southern belle. Smell as bright and fresh as your favorite summertime wine. If you are all, at all curious about switching to natural deodorant, give Native a try. I would say Native is the first step because people... It works. It's great. It's natural. I love using Native. And the best part is Native, there's no risk to try. Native has free shipping and free returns in the USA. People, I wasn't a natural deodorant user. Then I got into Native and I wasn't sure because I've heard of it not work. This stuff works. It smells great. It goes on your, you know, goes under your arm easy. All the good stuff of, re of of regular deodorant with just a natural, and you know you're using, putting good stuff onto your body. For 20, 20, 20, 20% off. That's free money, people. For 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com. Use code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN during checkout. That's nativedeodorant.com. Use code JTRAIN during checkout. Native deodorant, take care of your body. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Here with Godfrey at comedian Godfrey. Go follow yes. on Instagram. In Godfrey, we trust. In Godfrey, we trust. Tuesdays and Fridays at nine thirty on the Gas Digital Network. Go go go! Advice for a thirty-year-old female virgin. Mm, get some, Jared. <laughs> I'm a woman who just turned thirty, and and I'm technically still a virgin. Technically. <laughs> oh, maybe just like she did, like finger finger banging and you know titty sucking. You know, you know, 
the, the, you the, know, the, the church the accoutre- membership. <laughs> the accoutrements. Uh, I've, <laughs> I've tried having sex with different partners, but the discomfort was too much and past, quote unquote, normal. So I had to stop each time. Nothing ever fully happened. Mm. Not to go into too much detail and be too graphic, but my most recent trip to the gyno's office revealed there is something going on that's causing the pain whenever I try to have sex. The doctor said it's something that can be, quote unquote, easily fixed by some type of minor incision. Don't know what else to call it. Done in less than 10 minutes. And in that it dis- that I that it I de- that if I decide not to do it, I'll basically have to deal with a lot of pain. The first uh, full penetrate the first time full penetration happens. I'm well, leaning towards doing it because I definitely don't want to experience that pain anymore. But I feel like it's messing with me mentally because I don't know what to tell the next guy I date. I'm mortified that I'm still dealing with this at this age, and I'm obviously worried that if I don't have the procedure done before I start dating again, the next guy I'm with is going to be so put off by by it that he won't even want to sleep with me. How would I even go about bringing this up? Any advice would be great. So what do you what do you think, Godfrey? Because I was going to, you know, the comic in me was like, just I just need a, the doctor said I need a small incision. Yeah, dick. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> For yeah, 10 yeah. Minutes, I got you. Yeah. The- <laughs> <laughs> Come into my office, baby girl. Yeah, it's like, yo, that's how you get over the pain. You gotta, you gotta. <laughs> but, but I think it, she might really, literally have something wrong with her, right? A yeah, yeah. Bit. She's, she's, she's saying that there's a procedure to be done that will help her not experience the pain. Which well, is it dangerous? Is it going to be dangerous? Is it going to be? No, like, it says easily, easily fixed. I mean. I, to me, this is a no-brainer. You get the procedure if you get it done. Considering the way her language, her language here yes. is very much like it's something that could be easily fixed. Minor incision uh, yeah. done in less than ten minutes, uh, yeah. and I'll basically have to deal with a lot of pain uh, uh, if I decide not to do it. I'll still have, I'll have to deal with pain the first time full penetration happens. To me, you get the procedure. Mm-hmm. I and yeah. you know the and then you and then I. I I think her issue is like, how do I tell a guy that I had a procedure? But would you, no, I, I, think, I don't think, I think it's I, the, first of all, I think you should get the procedure done. Yeah, right? absolutely. Then you have sex. And if there, if you don't feel, if there's no pain, don't say shit. Yeah. I think I hear here. Here's the thing about, um, or you can tell them like, later, like later, if you, if you're in, in, in you know, if, they, if you're close enough to them, there's nothing wrong with telling people that shit. Like, it's it's life. It's we're, we're human beings. You go, sure. yeah. You know, there's a time where I couldn't have. You know, sex is very difficult for me because blah blah blah. Because if you're okay now, it's okay to talk about it. Absolutely. It's gone. You know what I mean? If and, it was, and, yeah. Go ahead. No, uh, the 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 one the one point is like, I, I have you ever gone to the doctor with something wrong and they go, we don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> that is the worst feeling in the world. They're like. Yeah, I've never seen this. Like, to me, she walked in. The guy goes, uh, you got to – I got to take out the uh, the muffler and I'll just replace the muffler. And you're like, oh, peace of – that's right. peace of yeah. mind. Right. So right. it's going to make when – so now I know you're a virgin. And you're Like, right now you have a lot of head trash, I'm sure. If you're out there, you're like, I got I, I got this vagina that it needs to be surgically yeah. repaired, and and I'm still a virgin, and I don't know how to tell people. Let's take, let's knock one off the list. Let's yeah. get the procedure done, and I think after that, you'll be like, wow, it's so good to know yes. that 
I don't have this. The one issue is out of the way. Out of the way, which is one of the most important issues because let's be and real. It's your health. Sex, it's, and sexuality is what we are damn near is 70% of us. Is sex, it's about sexuality because we are here to procreate. And, yeah. and scientifically, we're here to procreate. Women's bodies are always are preparing themselves for birth. Like through the, you know, through their menstruation cycle, mm -hmm. they're preparing themselves for birth almost, you know, in a way, if you technically. But and when that shit ain't right, you know, when your sexuality is affected, you're it's it's depressing if you don't you don't feel attractive, you know, you don't Absolutely. feel attractive, you don't feel like, you know, then anytime you meet somebody, you know, eventually you go, man, I want to have sex with this dude, but this is where we got oh this shit again. Yeah, it, it's it, like it, impotence. It's like impotence. It's like, absolutely. It's, all, it's like that whole thing, you know? You're absolutely right, because I can't imagine meeting a guy and being into him and then being like, and then get to the point of like, we're going to his bedroom, and then he's, and then on your mind is all you can think about is the pain you're going to feel. Like, yeah, it's like yeah. someone, it's like someone like coming up to you and being like, I get to punch you one time. And you go, like, if you punch someone, then they go, I got one punch on you. But I'm not yeah. going to tell you when. You're like, oh. your whole day, yeah, you're yeah, just yeah, like yeah, this. Yeah. I think this will loosen her up, get the procedure done, and then just like no Godfrey. No pun intended. No pun intended. Yeah, it'll literally loosen you up. Uh, and like Godfrey said, the wrong guy will look at you and go, what? The right yeah. guy will understand. Yeah. yeah. And I think that you should go through this procedure. You go back. You ask exactly the details. Of course, I'm thinking, I know she's smart. And so- yeah, I think that if it's going to benefit you and if the doctor said it's a very easy procedure, then also talk to your close friends that have maybe have heard about it. Talk to them too. get maybe a friend to come with you, like to support yeah. you, stuff and like that. Someone that you trust, you know, the more you talk about stuff and air it out, the, you know, it it feels it's a release, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I think that with this quarantine, I'm like this, man. I told every I told people even on my podcast and in my lives, I said if you haven't in if you haven't learned something from this shit, like yeah. especially about yourself, because we were stuck in our own heads and stuck with ourselves. We had to look at ourselves in the mirror. You know, people's hair growing, this, that, you start to see your real self. And if this didn't strip you down to your real self, I don't know what the fuck to say. I don't know what the fuck to say to humanity. If you haven't at least I'm not even listen. Every everybody develops differently. If you haven't even, if you, even if you said, you know what, I really am a racist motherfucker. Fuck it. <laughs> hey man, it, you it, figured it, it out. It took this. <laughs> it took. Like, at least there's an honesty to, to it. Like if you go, you know what, I'm really not like that. I'm really this person. I'm really homophobic as fuck, or I'm not homophobic, or I'm really against what. If you haven't at least revealed something about yourself, man. I'm giving up on humanity, man, because if you ain't, you know, because with us as comics, I think this is almost a renaissance of being being truthful again, because mm -hmm. what people have gone through when we get on stage, I think people are going to be like this. <gasps> please, please. Yeah, it, because they don't want to they don't want to want this, man. They, they don't want to go through the lie, the lie, the bullshit. They don't want it, that. It, it's that a waste of time. Right, that cancel culture, political correction. I think this is. Been the this was the this was the antidote to that fucking bullshit. People want that real shit. Because I, I hope, I hope you're right. Yeah, it, there's absolutely J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at 
gmail.com. Let's go to a different. This is a more of a luxury issue. You ready? Yeah. Good friend is planning a boat party during pandemic. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Jared. Your podcast is making my whole quarantine so much easier to weather. I love that you are on YouTube. Yes, I'm on YouTube. Get subscribed. Sweet. Get on the YouTube. Thanks for Sweet. everything you're doing. My good friend is having a landmark birthday and is planning a boat party with about 20 friends. I feel super weird about going to a party in the middle of everything that is going on, but I want to support my friend. I feel really uncomfortable because even if I have the virus, most of the people on the boat are going to be 45 to 65 years old and they could get really sick. Is there a smooth way to get out of this? Do you think it's okay to be outside on a boat with a mask and other people? I hate being put in the position of having to possibly say no on such a landmark birthday. My husband already said he isn't going and that it would definitely look bad to be parting on a boat in the middle of a pandemic with protests going on all over the place. Any advice? Thanks for everything. You made us belly laugh with your charcuterie chat about a terrible Brooklyn children. So what do you, what do you think about the look of going the boat party. What do you think about this in general? Um, I think she's right. It's just precautionary. Her husband's like, fuck that shit. And I don't think, I think her husband, I don't think, I don't think he wants, he, he needs you going on a boat and you come back home with that shit. You never know. And you know, yeah. people are going to get drunk and get careless. You know what I'm saying? And if you're not feeling it, your health comes first. Sorry to say that. And you want to I- see your own birthdays. Motherfucker. Sure. So, so I, I, th- I, I think maybe do a FaceTime with him. FaceTime him. FaceTime him. You know, I, I'm, with, I'm with you. I think I think the answer to this is empathy. Like, I think, you know, like everyone is handling, just like you were just talking about, where it's like, you know, are you seeing humanity? Are you done with the bullshit? And it's like, I think this idea of like, you know, this like Real Housewives of New York, you know, storyline where this person's friend is like can you believe they didn't come to my boat party like that's not what's gonna happen that shouldn't be what happens like you you need to go what's that no they can't because people will be like well why the fuck were you having a boat party anyway with this pandemic listen the the you saying you're not coming because you might die from a disease is all everyone's gonna be okay with that I, I, and I think the way you say it is it's how are you serving the food? So are you going to serve it? While, like if someone was like, hey, you fat fuck, do you want to eat something again? I'd be like, no, I'm never eating again in my life. But if you said, hey, would you like some more food? I'd go, oh, yeah, I'd love some. So I think if you say to her, hey, asshole, you're having a boat party in a pandemic while protests are happening. Then they're going to get defensive. They're going to go, well, fuck you. So I think it starts at, listen, I I love that you're having a party. I'm going to, you know, send a FaceTime, send an edible bouquet, you know, an edible arrangement or some shit. That would be dope. You send some dope ass bouquet stuff. You FaceTime them and say, hey, I'm so paranoid. I'm so hypochondriac. I'm just so paranoid and afraid. Yeah. But, you know, I love you're my best. And I want to FaceTime. I said, get them a gift. Plan that. Get totally. Put a boat, boom, 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 boom. Do some cool shit and say, yeah. "I'm gonna Facetime you and and sing you happy birthday and that whole nine. I think the general rule of thumb, and this is kind of like how I I try to live, is that what's right for me doesn't mean it should be right for someone else. Of course. So so 
If they want to do a boat party where they feel comfortable with 65-year-old people on the boat, you know, licking each other and sneezing on each other, good fucking for them. But that doesn't mean that I have to do it, and that also doesn't mean that I have to sit there and tell them my worldview to try and scare that. Let them be them and just say, hey, good for you guys. I wish I had that ability to not be anxious, but I'm going to be anxious and I'm not going to be a fun time. So I'm going to respectfully, you know, bow out. Right. Jade. That's it. That's that's. Yeah, I think that you just do it that way because it's 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 around this time. Nobody can. I, if it would. I, what kind of person would she be with? Like, really? That's why you didn't come? Yeah. Yeah. That's why it goes both. It goes both ways. You know, it's like it's 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 her side saying not for me, but good. Have fun. And it's the other side saying I totally get it. I'll see you at the yeah. next one. He has to because it's a boat party. I can understand if we're in a room. Where I can actually move. Okay, cool. I can I can distance. You're doing it on a boat. That means you're fucking around, taking a chance. You're taking a chance. First of all, you're being a little bit a little bit irresponsible. Yeah. Sorry yeah, to say yeah. that, but you're being a bit irresponsible. You're being a little rebellious. And listen, that party may be fine. It might be like no one really has it. And a lot of times, too, media likes to exaggerate the numbers. The the, the virus was real. Yes, mm -hmm. but then they've exaggerated a lot of numbers too to keep everybody scared as fuck too, which has how, worked. How so. how how would Denzel tell them that they don't want to go on the boat party? Is that what you're telling me? That's what you're telling me. You want me to go on a boat? You want me to go on a boat with all these people in that pandemic? I'm just yeah, going to send you a gift. It's okay? my fifty, but it's my fiftieth birthday. I, I figured I you'd want to come. I understand that, but I want to I want to see you on your fifty first birthday. So I'm not going on no boat. Everybody in here, you guys should be, you guys should be, you, you should guys should be embarrassed. All right. So what are we going to do? Huh? We're going to be safe. All right. We're going to wash our hands. We're going to wash our hands. Huh? <laughs> Next time, what are we going to do? Social distancing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Denzel. <laughs> happy, Den birthday. happy birthday. Den Denzel right? really plays it safe. We are sponsored, people. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Feel CBD. Ah, people. It's a stressful time right now. We don't know what the future holds. Every day you wake up, you look at the internet, everyone's screaming. I got to say, I ha my anxiety level has been heightened lately. And I, you know, thank goodness I'm using feels. Every morning I put some drops under my tongue and I, you know, I wasn't a CBD user. Feels got me into it. I love their company for it because I put it under my tongue every morning and I and I I feel mellowed out. And I you know, I wasn't a person that's like, "Hey man, try the CBD." You know, I wasn't like, "Dude, see the new way." No, no, no. I wasn't that guy. That's why Feels is great. They have a hotline with real people you can talk to. They can, you know, teach you about the benefits. And if you feel a little anxious and if you can't fall asleep, you're not alone. We all feel that way. And that's why you should try Feels CBD. Feels is premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. If you've never tried CBD before, it's, let me demystify it for you, for you. It will not get you high. It just makes you feel a little bit more relaxed and nothing more. There's no high hangover addiction. Feels gets to work fast. Just put a few drops under your tongue and boom. You'll be feeling the difference within minutes if you've never tried CBD and are a little nervous. Feels is a great place to start. I wasn't sure about how much to take, but Feels makes the dosage very clear. It does make the dosage very clear. It lets you know on it what's going on, how much to use, and then... You can use the lowest dosage and then you can work your way up. 
And if you're not sure, uh, they'll hold your hand. They have the hotline with real humans you can call anytime. Once you add CBD to your life, you're going to want to make it a regular part. So sign up with Feels so you get it delivered every month. You'll save money on every order. Feels helps me feel my best, and it can help you too. Special for my listeners. If you become a member today by going to feels.com slash JTrain, you'll get 50, 50, 50% off your first order and free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash JTrain to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. One more time, feels.com slash JTrain and feel better. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Here with Godfrey at comedian Godfrey. Go in Godfrey. We trust in Godfrey. We trust Tuesdays and Fridays, 930 PM here. Gas hook digital up. network, gas digital, gas network. digital network, everywhere you find podcasts. Go, go, go hook up. Buddy invited me to visit his home state, then changed his mind. I started seeing a guy in January, but both of us weren't ready for anything serious. We agreed to be casual. I'm 26. He's 32. We had some. Ser- we both had serious relationships end in 2019. His was an engagement. Woof. We saw each other about once a week until COVID happened. And since then, we both left our city for our home states, but have kept in touch. So they were in one city hooking up every week. Then COVID hits. They go to their hometowns. And now they're keeping in touch. Last week on the phone, he mentioned that he and his friends are getting an Airbnb in his home state for a few weeks and asked if I wanted to come for a visit. I replied by saying that I thought it would be fun and keep me posted. Fast forward to today. We talked on the phone again, and he brought up that they're officially booking the Airbnb tonight, but he didn't say the dates. They're staying there or bringing up me visiting. I was a little annoyed and disappointed, but didn't ask about visiting because I felt like I would it would be kind of rude, and it's more his place to bring up since he's the one who made the original ask. Do you think this is one of those situations where guys say things we like to hear but have zero plans to follow through, or is there any chance he's too shy to ask me again and is waiting for me to ask? I've polled my friends, and they're all torn on whether I should mention the visit uh, to him or let it go. Typing this out, I realize how dumb this sounds, but it's actually a tough situation, and I would love to hear what you think. Maybe I'm the crazy one for even considering flying to meet my hookup buddy. What do you think, Godfrey? Um, like I said, man, it's all this. It's this pandemic that uh, you can. I mean, he might be like, you know, maybe it might be too many people in that place. You know, he might be like, oh, I don't want to take a chance. I mean, this is cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, you know, it could be so. So there's a lot of leeway here as far as this pandemic thing i don't think it's anything personal you guys hooked up every once you know you kept in touch i there's women i've kept in touch with during this pandemic but i've been very hesitant to to like do things with like i've just been yeah. on the phone with them and on and on you know whatsapp and but it's like what's very strange is like i've been very very like neutral and like you know as as far as sexuality i haven't really been peeping it hard like i think really the other day i first time i looked at a chick like oh okay i hadn't done that in a minute because i was well so, so paranoid like oh, it's all it's also i i, I wash my eyes you know, you, you know what's so funny about what you said is for let me, let me answer her first question okay i've pulled my uh is there any chance he's too shy to ask me again and is waiting for me to ask probably that just 
I don't think so. That that is a no from me because he brought it up once. You can bring it up again. Guys remember what they say as much as you remember what they said to you. Um, it's not about to me. It's not shyness at all. So I I'm throwing away that because to me he said something that he felt was nice uh, in the moment, felt good to say, and he didn't think through the other steps. I was supposed to go to Florida. To visit my parents. Okay. I was going to get on a flight and I'm living with my girlfriend now. We're living here. We were going to go on a Sunday early morning flight. My parents live in a community in Florida and we were going to go stay with them with no return ticket. The night before I get a call from my mom and she's like, I don't know that you can't. You got a quarant. She's screaming. You got a quarantine for 14 days. And I don't. It was like I called the Costanzas. Like they're like, and my dad's going, it doesn't matter what they got to do. We Who gives a shit? And my mom's going, I don't want to be the, the, you know, the leper of the community. And my dad goes, you, why do you care about these people? And as they're yelling at each other on the phone, I'm legitimately like, yeah, I don't want to fucking come to you anymore. Like, what? Do, you're giving me a preview. I don't want to do this. And then I, I, I have that conversation. I start getting tensed up, and then I'm thinking of, uh, then I'm thinking, okay, my mom's like, you can't even walk on the sidewalks. You can't even. And I'm going, you know what? Like, uh, getting on a flight and going to Florida is not what it used to be. So, right. <laughs> so right. when she says. Getting on a like he says in a in a flirty conversation or a text, he's going, and we're gonna do this Airbnb, and yeah, it would be really cool if you came. And then he went and actually did the math. No one does that math when they talk to you. When right. they're when when they're when they when it's them and their penis having this conversation with you. The penis is like, yeah, tell her about the beach house. You know, tell her about yeah. the house. Maybe, word, word. yeah, yeah, and then. All of a sudden, you get off the phone with her, and the penis goes away, and you're only left with your brain. And you go, fuck, and she's going to have to quarantine, and I don't know what she's going to do, and what, what if we don't get yeah, along? And, and and then that's when it becomes, I'm going to back away from this promise I that I have thinking, made. I think he's looking at the inconvenience, because he could probably get yeah. a local shit. He could get local shit and be a little more careful. Like, I'll just do it locally, maybe. You know, maybe. Sure. Maybe and, locally. And, and and, yeah. and and maybe a friend of his was like, yeah, well, there's a bar that's actually open. They're doing outdoor season yeah. and seating. And then and then in his mind, he's going, man, I I I'm this girl and I are casual. I don't owe her an Airbnb trip. Right. right. And 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 she's like, she's getting off a plane. I don't even. Damn. And that's so. It's, it's, yeah. it's 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 more than just a flight to fuck. So let's remember that. So I think. What started as him on the phone being like, it would be fun. Ooh, yeah. I, I, you know, yeah. I, I, in the mo- and then it became, wait, it costs. And, you know, you know, now he starts, you know, you go to your accountant brain and it's like, it's uh, the, the numbers don't make sense. So I, yeah. I think that's what it was. And also, if this is someone that you're let down by, then it maybe it's time to forget that this is not casual anymore for you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know how she's gonna go. Hey, would you still like me to come over? I mean, I don't know how she's gonna she's gonna go. Yeah, um, you know, I don't know. She's she's gonna have yeah, to like go. bringing. I don't know how she brings it up to him as as it. 
I don't. No, think I don't think so either. Let him. Let him. Let's see, see what she said, and then you just get that and go. Okay, cool. Take that as a hint. You're not. You haven't. You. 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 You guys aren't like in, in some serious. So you'll be able to recover from that. Yeah, I, that's the thing. This is him telling you exactly where he stands as far as how serious this relationship is. Yes. You are. You two are dream about vacation lovers, not actual vacation lovers. Right. J Train yeah. Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Godfrey, thank you for coming on. This was fantastic. Was awesome. Good to see you, dude. Oh, always good to see you. Always good to yes, talk dude. with you. I yeah. want everyone to go follow you at Comedian Godfrey. Go, go, go in Godfrey Retrust Tuesdays and Friday at 930 uh, on the Gas Digital Network. Yeah, very. Uh, this is this is great to get. I, I went from seeing you every night to now, you know, just on Instagram Live at 5 a.m. So it's good Isn't to see you. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy, it's man. Crazy. It's crazy. But we're here, you know. We're we just got to keep on pushing, man. That's and, right. And as always, this was fun as hell. Dude, such a blast. Thank you so much. I'm Jared Freed. We are here Monday through Friday. Keep telling your friends. Keep telling your coworkers. We'll be back next episode. Boom.